Hey loves, it's Yolanda Renee, host of From Shadow to Sacred, It's Sex in a Raw, a podcast where we are here to educate, entertain, and inform about all things sex, sexuality, and sensuality. I myself am a board-certified kink-conscious sex therapist, and I am here to create the space. You ready? Let's go. Hey love, it is Yulinda Renee, your spiritual clinical counselor and sexual self-awareness coach, bringing you another fire episode of From Shadow to Sacred, It's Sex in the Raw. And y'all, I'm so excited to bring to the microphone Miss Kelly Franklin of Gary Van Nelson Coaching. Yeah, there she is, where she, along with her partner, helped the polyamorous community develop and utilize their what? Their spiritual energy to remove inner blocks and achieve life success. What? Please, Miss Kelly, come to the mic and tell the people a little bit more about yourself. Hey, hey, so I am so happy to be here with Miss Yulinda Renee. Hey. <laughs> um, yeah, so as, as Yulinda mentioned, I am the COO in Gary Van Nelson Life Coaching, and we are just, you know, really energized and excited about being able to help people find their spiritual truth, their um, physical truth, you know, just walking in their intention and their purpose. So we do that through, you know, mindset um, work. We do that really through deep inner inner spiritual work, mm-hmm. really just be able to love and accept yourself so that you can go on your life's trajectory. Yes, I love it. Now you mentioned that you do this for the polyamorous community. So I know the people are gonna have some questions. So we might as well just jump right on into it. What does that mean to you, the polyamorous community? What is that? Yeah, so um polyamorous community Basically, in in a nutshell, and I'll summarize it, we believe love is love, right? Mm -hmm. And we believe that you can love many people, and that could be on a platonic level, that could be Mm -hmm. on a romantic level, but that's not in a box, and it's not um, just siloed to the the one person. I know, you know, that's, that's a challenge in our traditional thinking. I personally have experienced it, you know, many times, wasn't necessarily able to express it in my life, but um, definitely have, you know, loved people on a deep level, more than one, you know, more than one person at at a time. And it didn't take, doesn't take away from any relationship that you have and doesn't take away from the strength of the love. Just, I got more love to give. We have more love to give. <laughs> yes, I love it. Now, I know you hear all types of things and get all types of questions. So what are some of the things people ask you about this? Um, well, let's see. The, the main question that we get is, oh, um, is that, that, that that's just helping y'all have sex with everybody? Um, that's the main one. No, (laughs) let me answer that one right now. It is definitely about the love and the relationship. And, um, a lot, honestly, a lot of poly relationships aren't even sexual, right? There's a lot, they're intimate, Mm -hmm. intimate, but they're not necessarily sexual. So we get, we get that one a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, another one that, um, that I personally get is people think that, I've been brainwashed into this, you know, oh, you know, you, <laughs> you know, somebody talked you into it and, you know, no, but, you know, been mentally mm-hmm. and emotionally like this all my life, mm-hmm. just being, you know, a lot of us are raised in traditional upbringings and we're not able to express it or we think something's wrong with us or, you know, things like that. And so 
finally, you know, as we get older, we're able to be ourselves and grow mm-hmm. into it. So I think, let me see, those, um, the sex thing is the, the biggest thing. People, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, they think you're swingers, right? Like, oh, y'all swingers. No, 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 no. <laughs> we, actually, we actually love the people we're interacting with, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. See, and that's a big difference, like swinging versus you having committed loving relationships with other people. So can you break that down real quick for the people in the back? What is the difference between the two? So the difference between the two and I do, let me let me rewind it back a little bit, because the the biggest thing about polyamory is it's the ethical the ethical piece of the relationships, right? So it's ethical non-monogamy. Mm-hmm. So the people that we are having relationships with, they know. Yes. Right? They know that we're having relationships with other people. And it's not to say they might know all the individual people intimately, but they know that you have other relationships and what you're doing. So let me, I had to backtrack on that because that's what it's really about. Yes. It's ethical. Yes, I have to I have to stress that ethical. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I get that question too. Ethical. Okay. <laughs> I get that question too. You know, some of my guy friends are like, oh, well, I was like, no, they gotta know, baby. They gotta know. <laughs> so anyway, back to you. <laughs> right, because otherwise that's cheating, right? Like if they don't know, then yes, okay. ma'am, it is. And we yes. and you and you can be poly and cheat too, right? Um, so it's 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 about that honesty, right? That transparency. So anyway, yeah. So the the swing, so the difference between swinging and polyamory really is about the the sex piece. Mm -hmm. So swingers usually, um, they find partners and, and they might have regular partners. They might not, but they find partners that they want to be in, you know, interact with sexually, mm-hmm. right? They have a sexual attraction to people or persons or couples or whatever. And it's all about sex. They're not, not intimately, usually not romantically mm-hmm. engaged, although you do end up establishing relationships with people because maybe there's, you know, people you are used to being with. Yeah. So you might care or something like that, but it's typically not a romantic thing with swinging. With Polly, as I mentioned before, it really is about that intimate romantic connection. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, it could be platonic. I know I know many people who have platonic relationships, but um, the intimacy that they you can just love on each other, you can hold each other, you can comfort each other, right? And you know, just really bond and be intimate mm-hmm. versus um, necessarily having that whole sexual activity thing. Got it. Um, that, that's the biggest difference, I would say. Okay, cool. Yeah, because when I think swinging, I think, like you said, we're engaging to for this activity and we might not see each other again. We might, you know, might not. Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now for you, how did you get, because you said the way you grew up, you weren't always able to express Uh this is who you were. So how did you get from the place where you didn't feel like you could express to where you are now feeling like, you know what, this is me, y'all. Love it or not. Whatever. Yeah, there you go. It's me. (laughs) Do some deep inner spiritual work. And I don't mean religious work. Mm -hmm. Um, Really deep spiritual work, some meditation, some soul searching, um, some revelations, Mm. really, um, that... I had a lot of inner conflict going on trying trying to be that other person. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's, what's been happening over the 
I don't know how many years, so I won't even guess, but what's been happening over the last few years is me really coming to terms with who I am mm. and not giving a damn about who thinks whatever, right? And I, I spent a lot of my life really worried about what other people thought, living my life for other people. It started when I was very, very young, trying to be this perfectionist person. And then, you know, a few years ago, I really started tapping into myself spiritually. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Gary and I do a lot of um, meditation, a lot of uh, metaphysical energy work and things like that. And that has released so much in me to really just kind of be like, you you can, you know, you can be whoever you want to be. And guess what? It's people out there that will still love you. There's people out there will still like you. Yeah. You'll still have your friends. Your business will still thrive. Right. And and so I'm I'm I've matured. Mm. You know, I've matured to a place where I just really don't care um anymore. I just really don't. It's like <laughs> this is me, this is who I am. Like it, like it, love it, leave it. You know, whatever. <laughs> yes, I love that. Like, team, I don't give a exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So what would you tell that young woman who was just at the beginning of this transition? What would you tell her now? Oh, wow. That's a good question. It's okay to be you and you will be accepted. There are people out there that will accept you. Uh, I think I think we get real caught up. Mm-hmm. We get real caught up in if people are going to like us mm. and if people are going to accept us and if people are going to leave us, mm. um, you know, and we're so worried about that aspect of, of losing. That's the main. We're so we're so consumed with losing that we we want to suppress ourselves and we're not winning. Right, because yeah. we're suppressing ourselves for so long, and it it comes out and manifests itself in multiple ways: failed relationships, failed uh, business ventures. You know, all those all those different things, mm-hmm. just because we were putting this block up and we couldn't be ourselves. So I was I would say, you know, to um, that young woman in my you know former self some some years ago, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I would just say it there really are people out there that will love and accept you exactly like this. Yes. And if the people around you aren't those people, they're not the right people. Mm. I know that's easier said than done. I've evolved to that. I've evolved to being okay mm. with, you know, if I have to lose you because I am who I am, mm-hmm. that's okay. My people out there. Exactly. <laughs> I was having this conversation just yesterday about how a lot of times people aren't honest. And we talk about that ethical piece, right? When we are honest and communicate what it is we want and need, because we're afraid the other people won't accept it. And so then we'd be a little devious and sneaky because we're afraid, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Have you experienced anything like that, whether on the receiving end or on the other side, where it's kind of like, I want to tell people my partner or this potential mate, this is who I am and this is how I operate, but I'm afraid of losing them. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, in my current relationship, we mm-hmm. we had to evolve to talking about this, right? So it was, okay, we're together. And then it's kind of like, well, how do I, how do I bring up that I, I might be interested in somebody else, right? Um, mm-hmm. How do I how do I say that? Um, and I'm not gonna lie, the way I brought it up is I kind of like gave him the out. 
And I was like, hey, you know, if you if you're interested in someone else, all you got to do is let me know. Um, and we could talk about it. You know, I kind of put it instead of me just just saying, look, this is something I want to do. And this is something that I, you know, something that I feel um, inside. So, yeah, it was it was it was hard initially. Again, at that point, I wasn't. I wasn't fully public with everything and I wasn't fully acknowledging who, who I am today. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be hard for me at all. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's going to be the first thing out of my mouth. If mm-hmm. I think that there might be some kind of connection brewing mm-hmm. is going to be the first thing like, Hey, so, you know, you know, I, I, I have this primary relationship mm-hmm. and that's not going nowhere. Right. So if you cool with that, Mm-hmm. Right. If you're cool with exploring this, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I have no problem now telling anybody I'm, mm-hmm. I'm polyamorous. This, this is who I am. And that's, that's fine if it's not you. Yes, exactly. It's not you. Yeah. So how do creating boundaries look with that? Because even if you tell people up front, like, this is what it is, people still get in their feelings. People still have emotions, might get jealous, frustrated. I want my time. All of that. <laughs> See? <laughs> So how do you navigate all of that? Because stuff comes up. Look, so we're human, okay? Mm -hmm. We are human. And I think that's a big misconception as well, Mm -hmm. is that because you're open to this love style that you don't have feelings and you don't get jealous, we're human. Yes, we do. Mm -hmm. We do get jealous. And it's not just the females. The men get jealous as well. Yep. Right? Um, And, you you know, we have the men that's like, well, I mean, you could be with another woman, but I don't know about another man and all of that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, so you do have those those moments, and the most important thing is what you were talking about—that honesty, that transparency. That that's like the key: being able to express it, mm-hmm. and then talking it through and coming to some kind of understanding. And it doesn't mean that all of your feelings are going to be. Um, validated either Mm -hmm. okay you jealous you're not getting enough time but hey like I I acknowledge I acknowledge that that's the way you feel but at the end of the day you knew you knew who I was you knew that there was an you know other relationship or ships um so it's it's really about that transparency and honesty and I was I mean I have lots of conversations like this. And, and that's why I raised my hand and let everybody know. Yes, I'm Polly. Yes, I'm uh, very confident in who I am, but I get jealous too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and a lot of us will acknowledge that, you know, a lot of us get, we get jealous and we have to work through those feelings, right? Because many times, um, and that's where the, the spiritual work comes in as well, right? That deep, that deep inner work that says, I remember um, I was, we were actually at a, a Polly meeting. Mm-hmm. And one of the hosts said, usually it's about me, right? Mm-hmm. It's about what, what I'm feeling and what I'm going through and what I haven't resolved is less about what the person is doing, yeah. right? But well, that's what jealousy really is, right? We get jealous and we make it about what they're doing. And it's, it's really about our insecurities or how we're feeling. And so I try to talk about those things. I try to talk it out like, hey, hey here's how I'm feeling, 
hopefully get some reassurance, (laughs) you know, that says, hey, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, your place being taken or, you know, the love being different or anything. Um, And that that really is the good thing about it. But yeah, we we go through jealousy, envy. I I, I need some more time or or I need less time. Why are you here all the time? No. (laughs) Right. That part. That part. (laughs) So when that comes up for you, like, then how do you create space for self? Like when those emotions come up and those feelings come up, you mentioned your your spiritual work. What does that look like and how do you caretake self? Yeah, self-care. Yes, you, you hit the nail on the head. You hit the nail on the head. Really just taking that time to yourself because a, a lot of times, and this is in any relationship, it don't matter, you poly or whatever, a lot of times we're so absorbed with the relationship mm-hmm. that there's you can't even see the difference sometimes right so you get so absorbed and so into it, and I'm I'm really big doing this I, I've done it all my life <laughs> I get so absorbed in the relationship right that it's like it's like my all mm-hmm. and so um it's been really great as I've you know gotten older and matured and really realized you know hey like this is a good time for you to think about you Yes. It's a good time for you to um, go into meditation since you're by yourself right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a good time for you to go into meditation. It's a good time for you to go get a massage, you know, take care of you, go for a walk, call your girlfriends, read a book. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had build my business. You know, sometimes I'll use some of the downtime like, oh, well, let me go. Let me go work on, you know, mm-hmm. my next project or something like that. Right. And so um, just really it's, it's a focused effort, though. So it doesn't um, it didn't come naturally for me. It does a little bit more now. Mm-hmm. I still work in progress, but just really saying, oh, wait, wait, I th- I think it's time for you to like get, get some self-care going, right? Um, so even when my partner and I travel together or we're always at, we still make sure we take separate time, mm-hmm. right? So we might get up in the morning, do separate things, mm-hmm. you know, just to, just to kind of decompress. Um, that is very, that's a huge thing for me. I, I'm very encouraging by going, you know, you need some time for yourself. You need some space, mm-hmm. right, to, to be you and to reconnect to you. I don't do it as much as I should. Okay. (laughs) I don't do it as much as I should. Um, But um, yeah, I try to take that time away. Yes. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. It's kind of like, since I'm here with myself, I might as well do something for myself. Yeah. 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 I love that. So have there ever been any situations where all of you all are together or all of you all are having conversation, whether or not it's to to talk through conflict or to just kind of make sure everyone's on the same page? Like, how do you guys negotiate the relationship? Yeah. So um, polyamory, it looks so different for every relationship. I don't even want to say couple, but for every relationship it's different and it's so many different dynamics, right? So you, you have solo poly people who are just navigating by themselves and they're, you know, they have their different relationships. You have um, people who are in like closed dynamics. So where it's three, four, however many people, but it's just their, their family and they're all together. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could look so many different ways. In my current instance, we are not all together. So 
we, you know, we don't really interact. And so we do still have to navigate things. We don't necessarily navigate them like all as one group. Got it. But we still have, you know, we still have our things to navigate. So in my current situation, we're not all together. Got you. Okay. So when it comes yeah. to like holidays or special days and all that other stuff, like the calendar, right? People don't understand. Like some things are just you having to organize time and get it together and making sure everybody has their spot and we're all on the same page and that requires communication. Yeah. So holidays are challenging. Mm-hmm. Holidays are challenging. Just be honest about that because, you know, those are special times, yeah. right, for everybody. And so um, it's, it's still about the conversation, mm-hmm. right? It's still about being transparent and working through things, understanding the different dynamics, mm-hmm. right? So there's there's some dynamics that maybe you need to be, you know, in one one house versus the other one and, and all of that kind of thing. So it's what we, we just have, we have lots of conversations. We we talk, we probably talk more than average couples or average relationships, right? Because everything is, everything is something we got to work through that we didn't encounter. And you're dealing with multiple personalities and multiple wants and needs. And it's not the easiest thing. A lot of people think, oh, I could just have multiple people. And it's not the easiest thing to navigate when you're talking about, you know, however many different wants, needs, personalities, uh, situations, dynamics, you know. What would you tell someone who is just beginning to explore the whole poly community and lifestyle who are just beginning to get into it? What advice would you give? Um, The first piece of advice I'm going to give is make sure you understand you Mm. and, and what you need you know, your wants and your needs. I, I cannot stress how important that is because the what we were just talking about just then is when you have to navigate and manage multiple wants, needs, personalities, backgrounds, history, baggage. Right. Uh, <laughs> when you have to navigate all that, it's 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 a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. And so if you don't know if you haven't done the work to know like what you what you want explicitly and um, how you're going to do that self care and get yourself together mm-hmm. when things go right, then um, then it, you're not ready. I'm just gonna be honest about that. You know, it's, it take it takes a lot of managing, for mm-hmm. lack of a better word. It takes a lot of managing to to live a lifestyle, even. Knowing, right? So you know everybody's transparent and everybody's ethical and you you know what's happening, but it takes a whole nother uh wusa inner peace type of thing to be able to navigate it because you're still you're still gonna have challenges, yeah. right? And if you think about the challenges you have in a monogamous relationship with just one person, try dealing with more than one. Exactly. <laughs> right. So definitely that making sure. You understand what you want because what will happen is you when you start getting into the other relationships, you'll find yourself kind of just navigating their path mm-hmm. and not the one that you want for you. So like I mentioned, people poly various ways. So like we talk about poly like you want to, right? Because some one person's poly is not necessarily your your vision of it. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, you may you may just want to you date other people and you have intimate relationships with other people where another person may say, well, no, I want us all to, you know, I want us all to interact. And so you have to make sure you fully understand what your poly looks like, mm-hmm. what what your um emotional needs are mm. so that you're able to, you know, really navigate it and not, not get so um, emotional and caught up, mm. you know, when things happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then understand that because here's another misconception mm. is that poly people never break up. Just be, I mean, we have, you know, you have issues too. <laughs> And like, I mean, it's it's okay. Some relationships just don't work out and it's it's okay. But, you know, like, oh, you got all the different dynamics and everybody's all happy and peachy. Those things fall apart too. Exactly. <laughs> you know? No matter where they at. <laughs> yeah, no matter where they at. Yeah. Uh, so with your family, because I know you said you just kind of opened up and you were sharing, you know, this dynamic you're in. How did that go? When you when you put it all out there, <laughs> how did your family respond? Yeah, so I've only had a, um, I, I've only had a couple of people, a couple of family members actually like contact me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure the rest of them are probably talking about my behind my back. I know y'all are. I know y'all. Are. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had a I had a couple of um of my close cousins contact me and they wanted to they just wanted to know more. Mm. Um and but that's a testament to the relationship that I have with them mm. is you know they they just wanted to know more. They wanted to understand um you know how long, how you do it, da, da, da. And like I said, I did I mean I did get the oh you've been manipulated. And you know, I got, I got, I did get that one. I was like, no, actually, it was my idea. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm the one that's all for this. But um, yeah, so yeah, so it's been, it's been not so bad. But like I said, I, I'm pretty sure the people who would have been a negative just haven't called me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. Okay, this has been such an enriching conversation. What last things do you feel like you want to share with the community, with the audience? You know, um, my biggest thing is be true to who you are. Be true to who you are, whatever that looks like. And it probably is probably might not be for you. Monogamy might not be for you and, and all the other love styles. Right. So whatever is true to you. I encourage you to be that. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd be surprised how many blocks we create in our lives just because we were true to who we were. Yes, yes. So as part of your spiritual journey, as we wrap this up, you mentioned how that was such a huge piece. As you were going through your process, your spiritual process, how did that inform this transition? How did that inform you really stepping into who you actually are? What did that look like? When when I was in those places, it just really opened me up to owning, you know, owning who I am. So it, it was, it absolutely was a spiritual inner work that helped me just like take me as I am. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Tell the people where to find you, Miss Kelly. Oh, well, you can find me, as I mentioned, I am the COO for the, you know, the spiritual journey was definitely the stepping stone, I will say, for the public piece of it, right? 
been been doing it privately for a while, but um, the 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 spiritual work really helped me connect more to who I am and where I want to be in my life. And it also helped me um, be more confident, hmm. more confident in who I am and where I'm going. Yeah. And so doing all of that work, right. Um, those, those self-care moments where I had to do some serious self-reflection hmm. about um, the interactions that I was having and how, how they were making me feel or Gary Van Nelson life coaching. And you can find us at GaryVanNelson.com. We're also on Facebook. Got it. And we will make sure that all of your handles are all over the podcast when we drop it so they can find you. And awesome. this has been so enriching. So enriching. What is that? So enriching. <laughs> and I've loved this conversation. We might have to bring you back for a part two because I know it's going to be some questions once we drop this and people are going to be interested. I'm happy to do it. Happy to do it. Yeah. Happy to look. I'm all about knowledge sharing. Yes. Well, thank you so much. And we're going to bring it to a close. This has been from Shadow the Sacred. It's Sex in a Row with Miss Kelly. Yes. And we will see y'all on the flip. Bye for now. Hey, loves. Now, I hope y'all enjoyed that last episode of From Shadow to Sacred is Sex in a Raw, and that y'all are staying in tuned and following us in all of the places so you can get the episodes as they drop. Until next time, see y'all on the flip. Bye for now.